Hello, and welcome to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Over the next half hour, we are going to be climbing in the trenches of grief. Tracy and I will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. We're going to laugh and cry as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable. So get your boots on, it's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. I am Tracy, Emma's mom. And I am Julie Gus's mom. And in studio, who do we have? My name is Sydney. Hi, Hi Sydney. Sydney. Whose mom are you? I'm Lily's mom. Hi, Lily's mom. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Me too. I am because... very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> don't be nervous, but I love, it's kind of like when you, I don't know, meet your significant other, like you remember the day you met them or mm-hmm. there's always a story, right? Yeah. It's like two strangers that yeah. didn't know each other and then you meet and it's yeah. That's changes how it changes things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you remember calling I do. The I have lo- a phone number. I okay. I was so nervous, and then it like got sent to voicemail, and I was like, maybe the phone didn't work because like, of course, like I, you know, I went to Edinburgh, and it's like the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, maybe my phone's not working. And so I, I called like ten times. She did. And she did. I, yeah. I literally called ten times. Did you answer? I, I don't remember. We were in the office that day, and we had a, a Zoom meeting, and my phone was on my desk. Oh, I do remember. And so we got off the Zoom and. Or I had Briefly. the Emma phone. I think I had the Emma phone that month or week or something. Mm-hmm. Amanda might have been off. And so, like, I get, the, I checked the phone, and there were five missed calls. I, I think I do panicked. remember this. I'm like, oh, this person called five times. This yeah, wasn't they just really a spam need, call. They really yeah. need me. You know, yeah. And so I, call, I called you back, yeah. right? Thankfully. Well, <laughs> I wasn't, see, I wasn't sure face? who called me back. Yeah, it was, was me. you? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't leave a message. Yeah. Because I was also really nervous because I was like, I don't know what to say on a message. Yeah, for sure. But I was Valid. kind of doubting myself of like, did they did they really mean to call? They didn't leave a message. Was it just a spam person that just right. called over and over? Like, yeah, because we don't obviously have your contact. Right. Yeah. And so it's just a number kept popping up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's how we first met. Yeah. That's where'd, a good story. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So you're not from here. No, I'm not from you're here. You're from Pittsburgh. Um, I'm from like the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, and everybody in my high school went to like Pitt or Penn State. And I was like, I can't stand people in my high school. <laughs> so my mom was just like, oh, why don't you look at schools in Erie? And she took me to Edinburgh. And I was like, oh. I wish you didn't take me here because yeah. like it's too cold, but I yeah. love this school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny that I just like assume people from Edinburgh live in Erie. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. No. no. They're from other places. Okay. So you went to Edinburgh. What did you study at Edinburgh? I studied nursing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good nursing school. Yeah, it yeah. is. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a great program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was that? Briefly. Like I just graduated oh. last year in 2022. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just graduated. Yeah, you go, girl. I know. I mean, I so I literally went to school in the pandemic. It yeah, was you a, did. Yeah, my first clinical um, was the week before the pandemic hit. Um, like we had orientation, we toured the hospital, and then COVID hit. So like I've never known a hospital like before COVID. Yeah, that's wild. So, yeah, that's good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, okay, so when you called the Emma phone number, what? I mean, don't like dive, dive into what made you call, but like that day, what made you call five times in a row? I think that that's brave. it was, so I always knew that 
I would have rough times like in the month that the loss happened, but this was the fall and I had just had such a rough time. Like, and it was almost like the same level of crying as I do during my baby's last month. And I didn't know why. Um, and I think that like a lot of it was what was going on in the news um, and seeing, you know, a lot of, women's rights issues mm-hmm. being taken away and it made me really emotional and it kind of brought me back to um when I lost my baby and um I had just had like a week where I was crying almost every single day oh. so I I actually called um the I think there's a like mental health resource um phone number in Erie and they suggested you guys so I looked you guys up and it's funny because I actually remember um whenever I did my OB nursing rotations mm-hmm. you guys were at the hospital one of those days um so How we funny Small yeah world. we like didn't meet each other but we saw each other in passing one time mm-hmm. yeah um which is so interesting now um but I was really scared and I was like going back and forth between calling and I was just like okay I'm just gonna call one time and then I was like <laughs> two times okay. and then and then I got nervous and I hung up like immediately and then I was like okay wait no 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 I gotta go through it and then I like completed the like the second call and then I was like wait did it actually go through like I don't know and then I just blacked out I don't know I was like um you know the ice cream place in Edinburgh I was yes I was literally I was literally sitting I was sitting in their parking yes, lot were. yes that's my girl I was sitting in their parking lot like calling you 10 times and I just was like maybe it's just really bad area and then I was like I don't know maybe maybe I yeah I don't know what if what if I don't want to do this okay yeah. maybe I did do. I tell maybe the number wrong yeah. yeah whatever it was. try again try again yeah <laughs> Tracy's in a zoom call like who's calling <laughs> No, I didn't know you were in the Darius Wayne parking lot. That makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, does. That's my favorite. Yeah, you know that's what you got to do when you're having a rough time. You gotta and get ice I cream. think that n- yes, always. Um, that night was support group, or was it the next? It night was after? the next night. Okay. Yeah. Because when I called you back and you shared your story, yeah. Um, did you go to support group? Yeah, I that did. Day? Yeah, I think yeah, I remember that because you were like, this. She called today and she's showing up tomorrow. Like, wow. We were talking about how the turnaround with people who have a loss and them showing up to support group is significantly getting closer as far as the time frame goes and and how healthy that is right Mm -hmm. and needed for yeah I mean like it took me a while to even like grasp the idea of what happened because I was so young um I think that was like two and a half years after it happened Mm -hmm. but like still like I once I reached out I was like nope I'm ready to go let's go yeah and then yeah. you were willing to do anything that we said. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> Here she is. Yeah. yeah. Here I am. <laughs> but, and, you know, what in, What touched me about your story was the fact that it had been two and a half years and that, you know, time does not heal this. Um, mm-hmm. All of the cliche things yeah. people say to you after a loss, you know, you were only blah, blah, blah weeks or, oh, this you know, time will heal the wounds. No, it, it doesn't. Yeah. And there are like so many other things that have happened where I was like, okay, like it kind of hurts less over time, but this was something that just kept hurting more and more. It seemed Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And so how brave of you to realize that and to reach out and get help. Do you feel like since you've, um, been involved with Emma's that it's, it doesn't feel as painful like moving forward when you say that you were 
hurting for so long like do you feel like that that hurt kind of does I think it's go in a different place or it's easier to talk about now it still hurts a lot um and it's still difficult to be able to process that grief you know February just started um about a week ago and it was still that like initial like panic leading up to February like the last few days of January I was just having a lot of anxiety and not really sure how to like put that into something um so there's still like difficulties with being able to process it but it gets easier talking about it yeah yeah or more comfortable maybe talking about it yeah it's the both and yeah maybe you you feel supported in your pain yeah Yeah. I mean I'm able to actually say it out loud now so that's something Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to do when I started right what do you remember from that first support group um I I remember like kind of being shell-shocked a little bit because it was like was it in person for you or yeah. virtual mm-hmm. in person um it was it was like going diving head first mm-hmm. um and I remember something that just like hit me so hard was everybody introducing themselves as like blank's mom mm-hmm. um and I instantly started like just crying so much and I could Mm -hmm. like you know that feeling where like your throat starts burning and I like I didn't know what to say when it like came around to my turn um and I felt so like guilty Mm -hmm. that I hadn't named my baby until then um because like that was the first time I even like was like saying it out loud um and processing it it. Mm -hmm. yeah what did you say um because you didn't land on lily mm-mm. that night yeah do you remember what you said because i don't i think that i said um that i didn't have a name for my baby yet yeah but i think you walked away from that support group and that got your wheels turning yeah it did right you had never heard have you heard, had had you heard of that concept before no i hadn't um i mean i knew that people who had like stillbirths named their baby um mm-hmm. but like my story was so different from any other story i've mm-hmm. heard so i didn't know that people um you know named their babies for early term mm-hmm. losses that was a new concept for me but it was so helpful mm-hmm because I remember talking to you mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know, like, I like this name, um, but I, like, I was so early on and I just, I don't uh, know. And I always thought she was a girl, but I don't know. And you looked at me, we were in, a, we were in Walmart in the yep. paint section. Um, and, I love this. and um, you were like, no, 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 you know, mm-hmm. a mom always knows. Mm-hmm. And you like snapped me out of it. And I was like, oh, just smacked her a little bit, rocked yeah. her up. But you stop it right now. Yeah, you stop it. <laughs> I mean, it kind of did knock some sense into yeah. me because mm-hmm. like. But then it came well, because out. Because it's like, very foggy. Like, yeah. like loss is very foggy. And so unless somebody is basically holding your hand and directing you t- to do the things, which is essentially naming your baby, you don't know how to do it. Right. Yeah. Like you just don't. Right. It's kind of, I know if you haven't had a loss, it's hard for you to wrap your hand around the concept, but trust us. Mm, just, yeah. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. But almost immediately then you said, I think her name's Lily. Yeah. Like okay. it was right there. Yeah. Yeah. It came out. And like grief is like very foggy. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like our society doesn't necessarily handle grief in the 
mm-hmm. most productive or healthy way we're kind of just taught like oh go out to the bar or like you know mm-hmm. oh it's everything th- else but grief mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> everything else but actually <laughs> process feel your emotions <laughs> let's not do that yeah yeah stuff them and cope yeah, yeah. <sighs> So we went, I, I don't know how much you want to tell about your story. Oh, let's, let's dive deep. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're here. We're ready. We're yes. here. Yes. Okay. Well, you tell us about Lily. Oh gosh. Where do I start? I you you got to give me prompts, You're, Tracy. Well, yeah. Okay. You were, you were in Edinburgh. You were a college yeah. student mm-hmm. and you were just experiencing college. Yeah. I mean, life. um, it was my senior year of nursing. Um, and after that group, um, I had went home and of course cried <laughs> and I um, I called my mom and I asked her to uh, come up and like visit me just because mm-hmm. I was having a rough time um, and I had thought about everything that happened in group and just like I felt I felt this like overwhelming like feeling of grief but also like the urgency that like I feel like I need to do something with this mm-hmm. um, it was kind of that like step to action mm. Um, and I had texted you the next day. It was, Mm -hmm. I think it was Friday Mm -hmm. and I can't remember if it was like Friday night or it was Friday afternoon or something. And I was like, Hey, can we, can we do something? (laughs) And, um, I was like so anxious about it, but you had, you had said something along the lines of, um, if you ever want to do something to memorialize your baby, like just text me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so me, you know, being anxious wreck <laughs> Friday night. And Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, get on in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Buckle take our anxious car somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, everybody else yeah. in my grade Friday night going out to the bars yeah. and studying and whatnot. And here I am anxiously texting Tracy like, hey, can we go to the store? Um, help. Help. Help me, please. Um Aww. Yeah, I wanted to make a baby box Mm -hmm. of all of her first things because I I never got to have anything to remember her by. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I was I was 19 when it happened. I was scared. I didn't know what was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a really abusive relationship. um, And like my pregnancy was a result of that abuse. and, you know, I had always wanted to be a mom, but this was such a scary way mm-hmm. of becoming a mom, um, let alone that I, I didn't I didn't know I was pregnant at the time um, until I had my miscarriage, um, which is such like an added. Yeah. Yeah. Added weight on top of the grief. Um, it adds an extra layer that's very hard to process. Yeah. I have a grief therapist who's. <laughs> great but you know we recommend grief therapists (laughs) yeah i fully recommend therapy Mm -hmm. everybody go to therapy yeah 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 so Um, tracy picked you up yes um actually no we we met we met at walmart yeah Yeah. yep so you i think you your son's like had a basketball game that night so Uh you were like do you want to go like tomorrow morning like early like saturday morning and i was like Yes, immediately. Yes. <laughs> immediate yes. <laughs> immediate yes. Um, so we uh, met at the Edinburgh Walmart yep. and I was scared shitless. <laughs> um, yes. Because also like I had just met you and I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Less than 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what if she asked me questions? <laughs> yeah. That's valid. That's yeah. valid. Yeah. Um, and we 
had like gone back to the baby aisle and it was like the first time I allowed myself to do that um, because every time I walked past the baby aisle whenever I was just grocery shopping it was always like a like kind of like duck my head and speed walk yeah yes. speed walk duck my head look the other way because yeah. um, it was really painful and that like hot feeling in mm. your chest um but it was the first time I allowed myself to go there and actually like look at the stuff um and it was so healing and it was it, it still is like every time I have a bad grief day I, I still I go I go to Target because <laughs> you can because I can bougie. yeah I like Target <laughs> also like in where I live like the closest Walmart like because I live like in the city um closest walmart now is like 30 minutes away where like when i was in, when i was in college there was like a walmart like <laughs> everywhere um but yeah i i still go to the baby aisle whenever i feel sad but um tracy and i went um back and we started looking at the clothes first and um i was looking at the preemie sizes because even though you know she was very 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 small um in my mind like she just was um early mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um so we were looking at the preemie sizes and um i picked out her uh first outfit and it's the cutest thing ever oh <laughs> yeah um it was this like white like kimono style shirt and pants mm -hmm. um and it has little rainbows on Aww. it um and tracy actually found these like matching rainbow shoes yeah she did they're so <laughs> cute <laughs> um and we actually got two sizes because we ended up finding um this little lamb bear and um lily lamb yeah my little lily <laughs> lamb um and that's uh what i i dress um mm -hmm. I actually just got her a new outfit because it's going to be her birthday soon. Yeah. So, you know, had yeah. to. <laughs> yes. um, but we ended up getting a size that would fit um, my lily lamb and then um, like a, a newborn size to yeah. put in the box. Um, and we went through like every aisle of that, that baby section in yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Um, and I just am still like blown away by like your generosity because you were like oh look at this rubber ducky I, this is cute do you like that and i was like yeah and, and she just threw it in the car these over are the here. things that i remember about this story is that i remember saying to tracy like you were meant to do this because how did these women find you like yeah. they find you and then you just sweep them under your wing and just take them and guide them to do these things like would you have ever done that if Tracy didn't? Oh, absolutely not. If you've never met Tracy, like I try and make sure Tracy knows how much of a blessing she is to all of us, all of the families and women that she has touched through Emma's Footprints. But it's truly an honor to watch and listen to you specifically right now in your healing process. Do you understand, Trace? Yeah. What you did for her? <laughs> it's pretty huge. I'm crying. I know because I, sometimes I just don't think you understand like what you truly mean. Well, to us as special for yeah. me yeah for sure you know mm -hmm. to be allowed in that space and to be trusted yeah. and to experience that yeah moment with you yeah mm -hmm. you know it's yeah yeah and like you have you have taught me so much like um just as a, as a nurse because like i had um 
my first patient who was losing their baby and there I was texting Tracy and yeah. I was like I don't know what to say <laughs> I don't know to what shine. to say um, you got this yeah, yeah. and it, she was so encouraging and yeah. she was like just just sit there with her yeah um you don't have to say anything um and I like I think that's so important to just hold space mm -hmm. for moms um as well as treating them to every rubber ducky that yeah, they want. That's right. I think yeah. we got her some books. And we did. We got Goodnight Moon because that was my favorite book growing Aww. up. Um, I, I think that's like a lot of people's favorite book. It's yeah. just a very special one. Also, I have insomnia. Um, <laughs> and I you talk to the moon a lot. Yeah. No, no. I just like, yeah, I do talk to the moon a lot. Mm -hmm. But um, I, my parents like didn't have a fourth kid because I never slept. Um, <laughs> So it, it's very relevant. Yeah. Like my mom was like, okay, good night, moon. <laughs> like time to, time for Sydney to go to bed. Um, and I, I just keyword, but yeah. So um, I remember leaving Walmart that day and you shared with me, like you wanted to be a midwife. Yeah. And that, I mean, you, you know, like either you told me that day you went, you were in nursing school or you, mm -hmm. you know, maybe a group or something. Um, but I was like, you were going to be the best damn midwife. Because oh, thank you. your experience and your, mm -hmm. as a midwife, you're going to see women that have a pregnancy or infant loss and yeah. you're going to treat many of them. Mm -hmm. And you have a story of your own loss that you have walked through. Like if, if, it, if all of that story was in a box and on a shelf, yep, you could muscle through nursing school and yep, you could muscle through midwife, mm -hmm. midwifery school mm -hmm. and be a good midwife. Mm -hmm. But now you're going to be a phenomenal midwife. Yeah. Because of your bravery and walking through that and naming right. Lily and honoring Lily. It just. And that walk is so damn hard mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We hope you are enjoying this podcast. If you would like more information on Emma's Footprints, please visit our website at emmasfootprints.com. To all of the families on their grief journey, we see you, we support you and we remember your babies. You are not alone. Okay, so we're back. Um, yeah, just the, you're just brave and I don't know what is in store for you in the future. <laughs> you mentioned you just graduated last year. Yeah. Um, and you've had some experience in that nursing role. Yeah, in labor and delivery. Yeah, um, but whatever, whether it's you, become a midwife or stay in L&D nurse who knows yeah what, what I, I mean I definitely holds. plan on becoming a midwife um looking at schools oh my god but applications are expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are they it's like 200 dollars for an, just an application really yeah. like where does the money go that's what that's I always my question <laughs> yeah to the landscape so. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's a line conversation for a different day yes line <laughs> I feel like whatever you do it's gonna be in this field Mm. As a last mom, it, you can't really go back to a normal job, or maybe you're forced to, and yeah, but your yeah. heart isn't really there, right? But um, I mean, there's no like that's the thing that was really hard to accept is like I can't go back to like the person or the life that like yeah was before yeah. my loss. Yeah, there's a before Lily, and then there's an after mm -hmm. Lily. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just have to get used to the new normal. How you feel about the new normal? I mean, 
I wish my baby was here. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like it's it sounds so weird to say, but like I'm really grateful for, you know, the experiences that I've gotten just like being involved in this community um and the people I've met um and it's not something I would like wish on anybody but at the same time like this is such a horrible horrible you know thing to go through and the fact that we have all taken something that is hard to comprehend like living through um and created a community where people you know have support and you know feel at home um and are able to like sit in their grief is amazing yeah and uh, you can tell me no um but i i know i know about your story yeah, the, um, we can go over. Well, I prepared myself. Just the I fact also ate a good breakfast this morning. Notes. So <laughs> she's not hangry. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. hydrated. Yeah. Um, you shared with me that your roommates didn't exactly believe what you went through. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. The morning after my miscarriage, um, my roommates. Um, so, you know, as college students do. We would sit at our like kitchen table and talk about our weekends because we all had like boyfriends that were like far away, you know, either in Pittsburgh, mine was in D.C. And we would, we would kind of talk shit about our boyfriends, <laughs> not going to lie, <laughs> um, and just like talk about random stuff. Yeah. Um, and one of my roommates had said that they had had this like awful period over the weekend and they had to go to their like gynecologist because they were like so scared that it was like something more than just a bad period. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird that you say that because like I like I think I had a miscarriage last night Um, and she had just kind of like rolled her eyes and said, don't be so dramatic. Um. And that shut me up real quick um, because I didn't really talk about it at all for a year. Um, And that's why, like, I think the education around, like, these topics and, like, just, like, destigmatizing it is so Mm -hmm. important because, Mm -hmm. like, just one one invalidating statement can, you know just shut someone down for like thankfully I it was only a year for me but you know Tracy you know there are people that wait 11 years or 20 years or 40 years before they even talk about what happened I was gonna say I mean one year is even it's a long long time time. yeah it's a long time to hold that yeah yeah when did can we talk about what what your experience was of an early term loss yeah um like a very bad relationship um I actually was on like another podcast um like regarding like my sexual abuse um I wasn't like I wasn't taught about consent or coercion or you know like of course I was taught like oh okay use a condom okay like but he was older than me and it was my first relationship and I just I didn't I didn't know Mm -hmm. you know um and that's the unfortunate thing um that like you know of course like I am so grateful to have known Lily um but I do have like hard feelings regarding of like how she was made and I think that's another reason why like I just kept it 
real deep down mm-hmm. um so like i was being sexually coerced and like assaulted a lot um by my ex-boyfriend and um i there was kind of like a you know slip up <laughs> yeah um because he he was careful about how he you know manipulated me and assaulted me um so it wasn't like too obvious to the right. outside world but um there was a bit of a slip up um and it was right like around when his mom had passed and i remember there was like a negative pregnancy test that i had in the beginning of january which is now that i calculate it it's it would be like probably like a few days before yeah. it would mm-hmm. turn positive mm-hmm. sure so i just figured okay it's negative but um he had said like oh i'm kind of disappointed so like in my mind that feels like he kind of planned it Mm. um and so in um february um i always say february 24th but it was probably earlier but if i'm gonna be honest i don't want a capricorn baby (laughs) 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 um (laughs) then we'll go with the 24th (laughs) yeah so that's why i chose the 24th because like was not expecting you to say that i know (laughs) i know it sounds really bad um that's funny but like i don't know you gotta be genuine on these things it's good um so then she is a i think pisces yeah yeah pisces that's fine like (laughs) that's all right emotional emotional but like you know what so am i yeah it's fine we'll cry together that's right um but yeah so um I am not sure exactly what day it was in February because, like, a lot of the details were kind of blacked out. Um, I know Sunday um, I had, like, just gotten back from um, visiting my parents and I had a sorority chapter, which is basically just, like, a meeting going over the plans for the Mm -hmm. week. And I had had, like, really bad cramping and stomach pain, but, you know, I I had a lot of stomach issues, so I just assumed, okay, like, I ate too much or whatever um or maybe like i'm ovulating or my period's coming or whatever um and it just kept getting worse and worse um that i actually ended up leaving the sorority chapter early um and um i went back to my apartment and you know my roommates were also like two of my roommates two out of three of my roommates were in the sorority event as well Um, and the other girl wasn't there and, um, I had gone home and I was laying in my bed and I had a heating pad on and I just like, I felt like, um, like a wetness Mm -hmm. and I'm like, like, did I just like pee my pants or something? Yeah, sure. Um, and I had like gone to the bathroom and, um, there was a lot of blood like more than I like had been used to seeing um and I I had heavy periods in high school but like I had um switched to a progesterone only birth control um a little less than a year earlier because estrogen birth control makes me go blind oh yeah um yeah another reason why I'd be a good midwife (laughs) because know all about those side effects um yeah, but I I didn't get periods really. Um, my version of a period was just like light spotting, like yeah. not even like real spotting. Sure. It was like pinkish. Yeah. And that was like my period. Um, so this was extremely different. Um, 
and it hurt like really 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 bad um like can't see kind of hurt um and I was like bent over on the toilet um and I had wiped um and you know I noticed like a large um you know mass Mm. and I looked at it and I was like no there that that has to just be a clot that can't that can't be like what I'm seeing um I was I was terrified Mm. um because I didn't know what to do I'm sitting here alone I'm 19 years old like I'm in a bad relationship situation um I was scared to tell my parents about what was going on um like with the relationship, let alone, you know, this event. Um, I was afraid of getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, or my parents being disappointed in me. Um, and I didn't know who to reach out to because I also didn't want to feel like I was being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was like, should I go to the hospital? Like, should I don't like, do I go to the doctor? Like, I don't, I don't know. And I think, you know, my body was so overwhelmed with the pain and then also just the emotional stuff that was going on um, that I just shut down and I cleaned myself up and I tried to just like get rid of everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like threw away the underwear, like put on a pad like wiped myself up as much as I could and just flushed the toilet and like went back to my room because I was also like scared of like oh my god like like almost like a what if I get caught right now like what if my roommates come home and they like see this and like I just was like so freaked out um because I also like I knew miscarriages were a thing but like I was 19 Mm -hmm. like in my mind of like 19 year olds don't have miscarriages like what are you talking about like 19 year olds like their bodies are so healthy and they you know teen pregnancy is a thing and like nobody talks about like you know when a teen pregnancy like turns into like a stillbirth or a Mm -hmm. miscarriage or like you know yeah no one talks about that um and it's like a really like heavy topic and I get why people don't want to talk about it like people don't want to talk about teen pregnancy period right, um, right let alone a loss um so i had like tried to you know clean myself up and i just went back to my room um and that's like around when like my roommates were getting home and i just didn't really know what to do um so i kind of just like got my heating pad and like took like medication like I took a ton of melatonin just to try to like go to sleep and I was like this just this this is like a bad dream or something Mm. um did you get any sleep that night oh I knocked myself Mm. oh I knocked myself out (laughs) did you kind of just stay in that environment for a, a period of time that you remember or did you get up and act like nothing happened and life was going on I mean the like horrible thing is like I went to school the next day yeah um I mean that's another well, you thing. tried to share at breakfast yeah right? well it was like or lunchtime okay yeah but um and that's like the horrible thing with nursing is like especially in nursing school they like teach you like well hospitals aren't gonna you know deal with you calling off which is 
a lie. <laughs> um, I've called off before <laughs> as, as a registered yeah. nurse. Um, but so like they're like, oh, hospitals aren't going to want to deal with that. So like you're not allowed to miss class. You're not allowed to miss clinicals like or we will fail you for the semester. Oh, gosh. Um, That's so a I lot was of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in that mindset. So I just, you know, went to class the next day um, and kind of pretended like nothing happened. Um, I was still bleeding a little bit in the morning, but, you know, not like anything like the night before. Um, and um you know, at lunchtime, yeah. the conversation with the roommates happened and I just like, I was like, okay, I'm just being dramatic. Like that was nothing. I'm just, you know, making nothing out of, yeah. you know, making something out of nothing. Um, I didn't really, the next time I like mentioned it was like very briefly to my best friend months later because that was in February of 2019 um and like right before um school let out maybe in like late April um in March the the boyfriend and I broke up um I mean I kind of like did you ever share with him what happened to you oh god no no um he he knew how scared I was of being pregnant Mm -hmm. um, because my sister had had a really traumatic pregnancy. Um, She had pregnancy induced psychosis um, and, you know, ended up in the hospital for a while. And like, that was my senior year of high school for the listeners that don't know what that means. Can Mm -hmm. you just speak to that for a second? So um, psychosis can happen for a variety of reasons. Um, It's not always pregnancy induced, but um, psychosis is just a complete loss of reality. Um, It's almost like you, you have no idea what's going on. You have no sense of reality. There's, you know, delusions, there's paranoia. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, like my sister's was pregnancy induced. So um, like, I feel like it started when she was about five months okay. um, and it, you know, eventually it's terrifying to watch. Yeah. I know it was terrifying to watch. I was 18 uh, or 17 and 18 whenever I was watching her go through that. So like that was my experience of like sure. being around someone who's pregnant. So like I was so scared yeah. to mm-hmm. become pregnant um, and he knew that. And um, there was just this general um, attitude with him that, okay, well, if I became pregnant, then it was my fault, um, which is an abuse tactic. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to wear condoms. I was like my progesterone only birth control. This was like years ago. Um, and the only brand that they had um, besides, you know, the IUD is also progesterone. But um, it was a pill and it was like only 80 87 percent effective Mm. um which like isn't great yeah um and that's with like good use yeah um which i mean 19 years old yeah Um, you're just an average 19 (laughs) year old who's trying to take their birth control on time yeah exactly (laughs) yeah maybe you do maybe you don't yeah i mean like and it's like it's like it has to be within like an hour like the same hour Mm -hmm. every 24 hours like i don't rely on yourself at that age no not at that age (laughs) yeah Set a timer, but you know what? You're busy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, He had the general idea of like, okay, well, you know, if you get pregnant, then then I'm gonna have to re like re enlist in the Marine Corps, and 
like I'm going to be miserable for another four years and it's going to be your fault and like you wouldn't be able to handle like any other option like you should just you know if that ever happened just you know get an abortion and I was like what like Mm -hmm. I was like I wouldn't do that like I want to be a mom you know and he's like well you're pro-choice and I'm like you just said it (laughs) like there it is Mm -hmm. Mm pro-choice like I want to be a mom um just because like I think that everybody should choose what's best for them doesn't mean that like I would want to get an abortion um so I just I knew that I couldn't trust him with this um and like he had um or at least I think that he cheated on me the next month and we ended up breaking up and it was like a really drawn out thing um but yeah I just I knew I couldn't trust him and I like still to this day like I I almost like want to tell him like this is raw and vulnerable but like sometimes I just want to tell him so that he gets to feel the hurt as well like he can like mm-hmm. like almost yeah like yeah. You're, so you're not alone sitting yeah. with it so yeah like and it like impacts him too I have like people on my side that are like helping me hold this grief but um he's like the one that caused this right um and I just like I want to tell him almost just to one get it out there yeah get it off my chest um I also like I go to um he lived like around the DC area and funny enough here I am um four years later dating someone in the same area <laughs> and I'm like oh my god okay this is weird um <laughs> I don't know. The chance that I know. I don't know how this happened. Like, let alone twice. Like, it's the same exact town, and I'm like, this is really weird. That is. Um. Yeah. So I like. I know. This is gonna sound so creepy. I like. I know where he lives. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I just sometimes want to like drop off a letter and just like explain things. Um. Because like here he is like four years later four years later like still traumatizing women yeah um do you think giving him that letter would help like, your healing help your healing yeah that's like bring I don't want to say bring you joy but I guess help your healing is where I'm going with that see like I think temporarily yeah. it would be like a ha like <laughs> but then like I think about it and I'm like I don't want my baby who mm-hmm. I've been like raising with so much love and you know patience and compassion to be you know shared with a man like that yeah um so as much as I'm grateful for her being raised with that kind of love now like I still I still miss my baby Mm -hmm. because she's not here Mm -hmm. um and there's so much like that I missed out on um and that I wish I could have um i'm gonna read the list of things yeah please please do um so i wish i got to do skin to skin with her um after she was born and kiss her soft head and look at the little hands the cute little stubby hands um i want to dress her and do late night breastfeeding and i want to do her hair in braids and laugh when she wants to play and roll in the mud and her little rainbow rain boots and a poofy dress I want the tantrums and the coloring on the wall and stealing mommy's makeup. <laughs> I just want to parent her. 
Um, to be honest, I just want to parent her. I want to share my baby with my family. I want people to ask about her and be involved in her life because right now it's just me and that's really hard. I don't think we've ever had a mom like put that into words. Yeah. So thank you, Sydney, for doing that because those are the things that we miss out on when we lose a child. It's not just losing a child. It's losing all of those things and yeah. so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, it's more than just the event that happened. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you lose a baby, you know, that you so dearly wanted. Um, and it's not just like, the baby that you lose it's all the things that you get to share with them yeah um even even the tantrums in yeah. the grocery store the, the <laughs> yeah bad, like oh my god I miss I I want that like is yeah. funny as that sounds to people who haven't lost babies like I want the grocery store tantrums yeah. <laughs> over yeah. not getting a Reese's cup mm-hmm. like yeah um and I know it would be hard um and like I also just like it's difficult because like I um I feel like a betrayal from my body um I was young um supposedly healthy um and it just it I know that miscarriages and pregnancy loss and all of that can happen at any age but like we don't talk about that so in 19 year old me like that that mindset like that didn't happen yeah that didn't happen to 19 year olds um and I felt like my body betrayed me um there's a line in one of my favorite grief songs um it's more yeah that was her walk song (laughs) yeah exactly her Cindy's (laughs) yes oh my gosh I was I was shocked when you picked it as a walk song because I was like oh it's so good yeah it is so good what your favorite yeah so it's more by Halsey and one of them um the first lines is they told me once nothing grows when a house ain't a home is it true honestly when it's all a part of me um and I relate to that so much because my body has like never really been like a super safe place um had health issues since I was six, lots of stomach issues. I'm being monitored for like endometriosis. I get that surgery in May. Um, and I come from like a really chaotic household and I just, Lily would probably have to grow up in the same conditions that I did because at 19, like I didn't know any better. Um, and I would want my Lily bean. <laughs> Um, that's my nickname for her to grow up in a healthy, like calm, like just love rich environment, um, where she has the potential to do anything. Um, and like 19 year old me wasn't that, um, and it just makes it really hard, um, because like it's the the two ends the two extremes pulling me into okay this like probably was the best for both of us but at the same time like that doesn't make it the hurt go away yeah Yeah. oh man i know 
I mean, in the intro when Julie says, we get real raw and vulnerable. Yeah. I had to get your boots on. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with us. <laughs> Thank you for um, shedding some light on some topics and some conversations. Yeah. Um, and just sharing your heart. And I feel like all of our listeners are crying right now. I hope so. Because <laughs> Julie and I are. Yeah. I also, like, I really wanted to share my story because, like, from the episodes that I've heard, um, I haven't been able to find like any um that like didn't know they were pregnant um and that's something that like isn't talked about Mm -hmm. like pretty much at all Mm -hmm. let alone like in the lost community that's like not like a common like loss that you hear i think it's out there it's out there i just think that they don't have the permission or the tracy to pull them along yeah Everybody needs a Tracy. They do. Yeah. And they also need hugs from Tracy. Yeah. Tracy hugs are the best hugs. And she's kind of awkward. And she laughs. Real awkward. <laughs> and she hugs for a very long time. <laughs> true. <laughs> so true. I don't think like hugging for a long time is awkward necessarily. <laughs> when, when you've only known her for a day, Sydney, you probably yeah. was. No. Kidding. Now, mission is to make it real awkward. <laughs> yes. But, um, I mean... Yes, it's it's maybe not talked about because there hasn't been mm-hmm. a mom to go before them yeah. to to blaze that path and a platform mm-hmm. that we've you know created. Mm-hmm. Well, here I am blazing away. That's right. <laughs> I I love it. I just like I I think it's also when you have a pregnancy loss and you didn't know you were pregnant. It's kind of. Um, it's like you don't want to believe it. You're like, okay, maybe it was just a blood clot or a bad period. You're yeah. like, no, like, you know, like how I was. I was like, maybe I'm just being dramatic. Right. And then you're yeah. told that. Yeah. By, you know, one comment. And so that must mess with your head. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, it still does now. Um, four years later, like working with a grief therapist, like I'm just like, oh, like... I get like hesitant about like really like diving into it because I'm like, okay, well, what if I was wrong? But like, then I go back to what you said in the Walmart paint section. <laughs> mm-hmm. A mom always knows. Mom always knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what I would do without Lily Bear in my yeah. life. And last year you reached out. Um, her birthday month is February, mm-hmm. like you said. And what'd you do last year for her birthday month? Um, I, another moment where I was panicking because <laughs> like I wanted to do something, but I just like, I, there were so many ideas I had. And, um, so Lily's full name, I'm like all about nicknames. Like my name's Sydney, but I like, everybody calls me Sid. Like mm-hmm. I just, I like nicknames. Um, so her full name is Liliana Violet. Um, so of course two flowers, you know, mm-hmm. um, I really like flowers and, um, I did Lily's love day project. Um, and I did random acts of kindness, um, the week that I celebrate her birthday as well as I made, uh, lost bouquets, mm-hmm. um, for some lost mamas in the Emma's community. Um, Go party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just launched. Um, I just love the idea behind yeah, it. It's so yeah. thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, another thing that made me think of this is 
so bouquets of flowers are like so so meaningful to me yeah um i think like most women feel like that (laughs) yeah but like truly like they are so meaningful um and i had to like beg for the littlest things in my relationship with my ex-boyfriend and like one of those things was like just to show like affection or like get me like flowers and it was only one time that it happened and it was like because I asked him to and it was like you know just no thought put into it just grabbed one and like handed it to me and I was like oh okay like you're only it's like you're only doing that because I asked but okay (laughs) um so that was like another thing like fueling into this project um and I think that it's also like something separate outside of like a like funeral flowers Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like a nice yeah like a nice gesture um or like a nice gift toward a lost mom but not in relation to like a funeral or something really really heavy like something to remember your baby but like yeah yeah, life-giving exactly um I just launched year two of it today. <laughs> She's drank the Kool-Aid. Oh my God. She has. <laughs> She's showing up again. Yes, I, I mean, one year you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I scraped Because it's fun. It is it fun is. and it does bring you joy and yeah. it does fill your cup. It may- yeah. also makes you very sad because yep. you have to do something for your baby. But yeah, but I think also like we want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, well, this really, I don't know really kind of stinks but I really want to do it yeah like leading up to February like the last few days of January I just had so much anxiety Mm -hmm. um because I like I knew it was coming and it's like I don't know like you know at the top of roller roller coaster and it like stops for a second and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god yes it's like that same feeling um and I knew February is coming and there's nothing I can do to stop it's not like I can stop time but you know take it out of the calendar (laughs) yeah take it out of the calendar it's fine um and the first few days were just like so hard and I was like okay like okay yep (laughs) I gotta I gotta do something with this grief right yeah yeah i laugh because it's true i you know it's the same that 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 won't change you know i mean emma's gonna be 16 this year in may it's going to be the same thing right she'd be going to homecoming yes little Uh little boo thing will be getting her little permit yeah Mm -hmm. so it's not like oh yeah you'll have a couple years of that and then that'll go away no it doesn't yeah sorry to warn you no (laughs) no i know great i mean that's (laughs) It's it's so wild to me because like she's gonna be four and I'm like wait a second, <laughs> how you're like you're getting older yeah um yeah. four year old Lily I know and like it it's been four years and it it's not easier no nope. um and it doesn't get easier um yeah 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 thanks for being you mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a that was a good episode. That was yeah. Um, again, thank you for walking through those. Thanks for making the phone call five times. <laughs> Thanks for answering my phone call back. Thank you for walking through the doors of support group and Walmart <laughs> and Walmart and, and the paint section. Yeah. Thank you for not being weirded out that I called you like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I live for that. I live for that. 
um, as 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 much as this community helps you, you help us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, mm-hmm. every mom, every dad, every baby, to get to know you and your story, and to hear and hold all of that is just really special. So that's an honor that I I don't take lightly. I know Julie doesn't. No. And I know our community doesn't. Yeah. So everything that you shared with us, just thank you from the bottom of, of our hearts. Um, and I know our listeners will be blessed. And I hope they had boxes of Kleenexes listening to this. You should put a warning on that. Please. Warning. <laughs> yes. Warning. Get your Kleenexes. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> yeah. Julie, put that in a warning. Um, thanks for coming in studio and giving giving us a big hug and thank you listeners for tuning in stay tuned next week for another episode of confessions of a grieving mother